This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Happy, uh, I guess I can still say happy 4th of July, right? It's weird. Ryan Hollins, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes. We got a lot of, we got some... L.A. news we want to get to. Obviously, the NBA finals are set. People continue to talk about weed and the Olympics. Um, but it is, 4th of July is an interesting holiday, right, Ryan? But where, I mean, I guess you, can you still wish somebody happy 4th of July? Is that, it's not really, I don't know. It, it does seem like a one-day only holiday, although today is technically a federal holiday because the day after the 4th of July. So happy 4th of July. I don't know if it's belated or if I can just say it outright. Appreciate it, Doug. I think I'm overthinking this thing. That's what I, I really th- I think I'm getting to. Um, all right, let's let's uh, obviously like your a fastball for you right down the middle is the NBA Finals, and we have the Bucks against the Suns, and I, I guess the Bucks prove they can win without Gian- they win two games without Giannis. The Suns win two games without Chris Paul, and yet the billing for the NBA Finals is going to be Giannis finally trying to win a championship. Chris Paul trying to win a championship when the teams just showed they could win without their stars in their conference final series. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, Doug, how much <laughs> am I going to be the bearer of bad news here? What's that? Is that what we're? I'm going to sound like I'm going to have to do? Because I think you just spelled it out. The Phoenix Suns or Chris Paul trying to prove that he can win a championship. And you know that this Suns team in this moment is good enough to win potentially without them. You know, I don't want to say it's smooth sailing, but it's it's sailing, fair to say. 
And over there in Milwaukee, yeah, Trey Young was hobbled. He wasn't quite the same, but they can manage without Giannis against the Suns. I I I I, I don't want to diminish the effects of Chris Paul and Giannis onto the Kupo, but this is just a weird, funky playoff scenario in which you know you you can manage without a star too. You know, you think LeBron James, right? Yep. There's no there's no way you manage without LeBron James on the court. All right, the, the Cavaliers and the Lakers would be getting blown out by <laughs> by twenty or thirty points, even with a, a starless team. On the other side, you may argue of, you know, obviously Miami Heat, LeBron James' team, the white-hot team, would have had a chance to, you know, compete with Dwayne Wade. But ultimately, I don't get the same feeling. These are good teams. We haven't seen, Doug, good teams in the NBA Finals. And obviously, this was a star uh, injury-riddled playoff and season. We don't need to dive into that, although we probably will. But ultimately, these are just good, well-coached teams back in what? the NBA, Detroit but, Pistons but, style. But, but the but the injuries are, are amazing. Even when the Detroit Pistons won that NBA championship, right? The Lakers had uh, Carl Malone got hurt. I think Rick Fox got hurt. I'm not sure if GP got hurt as well. Like there were there were injuries galore. I mean, that's it, it's interesting. Like we we look back now in the Golden State Warriors' first championship, every team they played, the point guard and the opposing team. Missed at least two of the games. Kyrie Irving only played uh, the uh, uh, he, he played the entire game of Game One, but it went overtime and he got hurt, so he didn't play. I believe in overtime. Um, but we don't look back on the Golden State Warriors championship and say, "Well, they won the championship, but everybody they played was hurt." We're like, no, they won the championship, and that was Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala hitting threes because he was open. You know th- those type of things. Um, I, I do wonder if we're going to look back and kind of give it an, an audible uh, audible asterisk because like, oh, the Bucks won? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the year that the, the Nets were the best team in the East, but, you know, two of their three stars were hurt. The Lakers, you know, lost to Anthony Davis, and we start kind of going through those things. I, I guess the question becomes, Ryan Hollins, Doug Gottlieb, and for Dan the Danettes, do we put a mental asterisk by whoever wins the yes. championship because we know yes. how many injuries there's been? Yes, you have to. <laughs> you have to. The only way that you don't put the asterisks on it, you want to know how you don't put the asterisks on it? You come back and do it again. The Phoenix Suns win, and they come back the next year, and they do it again. You take the asterisks off. But the Golden State Warriors, they came back, and they did it again. And they didn't just beat every team in the league. They beat everybody down. Doug, I saw the beginnings of it. It wasn't fun playing against the Warriors. You had to change lineups. They were fast. Once they learned how to defend, they could shut you out. They could win, you know, the the, the, the slower tempo games, and you knew Curry at some point would get hot. It, it, you couldn't question if this was the best team in the league. You didn't question it. When you look at the Suns, we questioned it. When you look at the Bucks, we definitely questioned it. Doug, I, I, I mean, they weren't better than the Nets. There, there was no series. No, that, right? right? Where the right, Warriors the were, in, weren't, are the they Raptors better than the Nets? The Raptors the weren't, and I, and I think maybe to your point is the Raptors weren't better than the Warriors. I don't, no one no. thinks otherwise, right? And so we almost talk like that. That championship didn't happen. But they were the best team in the East, at least. This is right? disgusting, but, but, Doug. 
Huh? <laughs> this is disgusting. You never felt like at a worst case scenario they weren't the best team in the East, right? With the Raptors. Um, that was the year they won on knocked on off Kawhi, Le- Kawhi Leonard's rim rattler, right? Rim rattler knocked rim, off Philly and went in. Mm-hmm. Knocked off Philly. Yeah. Knocked off Milwaukee. Uh, Kawhi slides over guards Giannis one on one. Kawhi's going bananas, by the way, on the way to the finals. So no, they weren't better than the Warriors, but you don't. Yeah, you don't get that. Like you weren't even the best team of the East. You weren't the best team of the West. <sighs> you just feel that way, and you you saw Brooklyn the way they dismantled. Okay, dismantled the Bucks in yeah. Game One and Two until Kyrie goes out, and you're like, dude, this is a this is a sweep. You, you never felt that way. Like you saw that series, Doug, and it was like this is going to be a sweep. I just don't get those same vibes, and and I hate to bring up the past, but there's going to be asterisks to your main point. On this finals champ, whoever it is, unless they come back the next year and do it again. The only I, I, way. Do we put an aster- but do we put an asterisk by the Lakers? I, I think there's more an asterisk by the Lakers championship last year than there's the Suns. No, yes. no way. They, listen. The who- Lakers won in the bubble. is com- you know completely different environment than we have ever seen. You know? I, and, I think the and- bubble was more. The bubble was different, but the Bubble was more of a mental test on top of the physical because guys were going back crazy in the <laughs> in the bubble, man. Guys were losing. The Clippers didn't want to. Sh- the Clippers were the favorites to win the NBA championship, and they didn't want to show up. Now, that's just that's just a level of. Doug, I don't have a better way to say it. But that was just poor leadership. Your leader's supposed to step up and say, "Guys, how many of you have a championship?" <laughs> and so let's go do something special for LA. <laughs> like they didn't want to show up. Okay, so. I, I just say I think it was more of a mental hurdle. But, Doug, we didn't see the injuries. Last year? Yeah. I, I, we, we, I mean, I guess safe to say the, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, well, were Brooklyn, healthy, I mean, right? Kevin Durant apparently, you know, was was ready to go and, and wouldn't play. Um, I mean, I, I just – you can't say that last year is a non-asterisk year when they took – you know, they had a substantial amount of time off – then they had a shortened, you know, warm-up period. Then they played in a bubble, and then go this year. This year's an asterisk because guys got hurt. Like, nah. I'm if if you want to say, we'll look back and go, yeah, those are kind of two because when, when the Spurs won, you know, the Spurs won. They were the lockout champions, I think, twice. Right? Like they they won. Congratulations on winning the lockout years. We don't go back and go like, hey, Tim Duncan won all these titles, but. Two of them were lockout years. Well, we don't actually look he, at it like that. He certified it though. He came back again and did it again. But they never, they never won back to back, right? They, they, they have won multiple championships. They, they've never, they never won back to back. Ryan Hollins, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next is what I want to do. Uh, Henry Abbott's going to join us around the corner. But is a rule a rule? And it's interesting because in the Olympics, a rule is sort of a rule. What everyone's talking about in sports, we'll get to next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. For Dan the Danettes, you're on the Dan Patrick Show. Whether Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go beyond. From their customization options and cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales, service, and financial support, Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. So go the extra mile by taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Um, look, there's, there's two, I think, really interesting non-sports sports stories, Ryan. One's in our industry. Um, 
but it does revolve around really the NBA and one is in, in the Olympics. And I actually think the Olympic story is one which is transferable to other sports and to other stories. Um, I don't know which, which one do you think today? I, I still think Shakira Richardson uh, is, is still a, for whatever reason, a bubbling story because it leads up to the Olympics and she ran in a glamour event. Uh, and it's the idea of marijuana, which, you know, is legalized in so many States now, which one do you think that or the Rachel Nichols story is bigger today? I want to say the marijuana one, because you have a lot of, you got a lot of uninformed people that are hopping in the conversation. And I think, is getting blown completely out of context. And Doug, when people feel like their rights are compromised, they get angry. They get mad. And there's a a push, Doug, and which I love in the world right now for equality. Don't get it out of context. I love it. Hear what I'm saying? I love the push for equality now, but we have to be careful what we fight for. And Doug, you know me. You know me. You know I have I have no problem standing for what is right and calling out what's been wrong, but this isn't it. This moment, this timing isn't it. Yeah. And I think Doug with the with the the banned substance it's banned. You did it. You knew the consequences. And I haven't talked to Shikari I'm saying her name right, right there. I haven't talked to her. I haven't spoke to her. I haven't heard from her people. And I don't want her comments to be taken out of context because maybe she's just saying, hey, you got busted. Why'd you do it? I did it because I was in a bad place and I own it. And I think people are looking at it as if she's not owning it and saying, hey, you should have let me run. I'm not with the let her run stance. I definitely don't see we per se as an performance enhancer maybe a relaxer you know in a time of anxiety we're not questioning that but it it didn't make her run faster it, it certainly didn't slow her down in order in the trials look look i i'm i'm with you um the the thing you have to we have to understand is our way of thinking of things if you're in a state like like the state of oregon where it's that that is not necessarily how it's looked at internationally obviously federally and but more importantly she knew like these are she knew especially sprinters and and I don't know how many people under, uh, know this so her the, her her coach is you know is a former he he ran in the dirtiest race of all time and he's had several runners suspended um for performance enhancing drugs and we both know that mar- marijuana isn't a performance enhancing drug that's not the point the point is that when you are going to be in the 100 when you're olympian you know everything you put into your body and you know what you put in your body if it's legal, if it's not legal. It's True. that important. And, and to her credit, she's never once said, I can't believe this rule. I know I, I got away, should have gotten away with it. They should let me run. She has not. But that's a societal problem where we, like, again, you're allowed to say it's dumb to still test for weed. Like, it's just dumb. But it's equally dumb to smoke weed before the biggest race of your life. Like, you know that if you get caught, you will not be able. And, and, and while people want some change of the rule, in fact, this is the smallest suspension anybody's been given because we're starting to realize it's kind of a dumb rule, right? So you can dislike the rule and the rule 
will probably change after the Olympic Games. But it was in place. She knew it. She accepted it. I don't know why we think otherwise. If you want to excuse, it's it's like, well, I was, officer, I was, I was trying to keep up with the flow of traffic. Right? We know in, if you've ever been in California, when there's no traffic, there's very little speed limit, right? You just don't want to be weaving in and out of people like, like sometimes motorcyclists do, you know, the guy who's just, who's turboing it down in, in the carpool lane. Like you want to stay away from that, but it, try that excuse with, with, with a police officer. Sir, you're going 87 miles an hour. Yeah, but I was, it's a 55. Yeah, yeah, but I was keeping up with the flow of traffic. Like, no, there's a rule. You violate the rule. There's going to be some sort of penalty. And it's not like she didn't know. And sprinters don't know everything that goes in their body. Here's the thing, Doug. You got to look at the whole context. I'm not sure when Shikari's mother passed and I, I send my condolences to the family. My my father passed while I was competing and I I know that pain. It's a different type of pain. No one no one knows what you go through and you know whether you had a a, a positive uh you know experience with the parent or not. It's it just it's just tough. You know, you bring up a lot of old wounds. There's no way around that. I don't think her mother passed and she just decided to experiment with weed. This is something <laughs> this is something she'd been well, doing. Well and, and, and also this is her birth this is her birth mother. And I don't know the level of it wasn't like some mm. I think somebody told her she didn't actually know. And so it's it's not Yeah. Not that like let's not like diminish anybody's death in terms of their level of relationship, but yes, you're right. No one just goes like, Hey, this is the first time I'm gonna go smoke a bowl at you know be, because she'd been doing it right right which so again i, I say again, that, i like, say that to say like when, for you and for this this is the this is for college athletes right for college athletes it's still it's it's still a violent there's still marijuana policies even if and 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 up until this year or last year there were still policies in place here's what they say in the nfl okay so people don't know this nfl offseason program they have one drug test everyone has to take it everyone knows the window of when you're going to take it. Okay. They don't tell you exactly when they're coming during that one test. You test positive for the, the recreational or kind of thing. It's called drugs of abuse. You test positive. Then, then you get put into the program, right? So all you have to do is stay clean. There's also that one drug test before uh, the draft combine. And what they, what the NFL people call those tests is they'll say those are, they're not drug tests. They're IQ tests. Because they're not even saying you can't Facts. smoke weed. They're saying all you have to do <laughs> is don't wait do till after the test, and then you can smoke weed. Like it's just there's a certain level of intelligence where you go like, oh wait, uh, I just gotta wait like till I, yeah, yes. Now go ahead, Cheech and Chong it as much as you want. So I, I you know, Doug, I, I do go ahead. Well, when I, when I played, we had three we had three drug tests, and if they wanted to, they could drag it out all the way to the NBA finals and. Unfortunately, it's annoying when you don't make it to the NBA Finals and a guy's calling you to check your pee wherever you are. You know, I'd be at, like, my buddy's house, and they'd be like, hey, we got drug test you. I'm like, all right, well, here's the address. Come, you know, come find me. Come get me. <laughs> you know, but ultimately, in the NBA, we had those three. And, I'll, you know, I'll share this information. I won't put names out, but guys knew, like you said, it was a party. It was 420, all right? It wasn't 420, yeah. but it was 420. As soon as that third drug test came, guys knew they were going to light it up. Certain guys on a team. Sure. And you knew it, but you wait. Why do you wait, Doug? Because there's a million dollars on the other side of the fence. And my frustration with Shikari, and for 
you know, condolences to her family or whatever wounds got but dug Ryan, up. She's never made, Ryan, she's never made any excuses. I mean, I, I, I will give her credit in there. She's never said, like, this is a BS rule. She's like, I knew. And, you know, now she's. Well, she also didn't quiet the people. And it, I, I believe that the mother passing was taken out of context, Doug, because the general public took it and said, oh, you." Th- th- this was the consensus, Doug. Oh, her mom passed. Let her smoke. Whoa. <laughs> That's not in the rule book. It's not like, hey, no, well, under here, extreme the, trauma, the, you're well, allowed to do this. Here's the part you're getting to, which, which is really smart, and we've, we circle back around to it. And this, this does, I think, relates to the Scottie Pippen story from last week and from other stories. Mm. It is the idea that there's a, there's a, a racial element to this, right? That there's, and, and you're talking about equality. And actually, suspending her for less time than, you know, Michael Phelps got three months, although it was after Olympic competition, right? But suspending her is equality, right? It's a, it's a rule that we're equal under the eyes of the law, whatever that, if it's a USADA rule, you're like, man, that's a terrible rule. Okay, it's a terrible rule. It is a rule. She knew the rule. She gets suspended for it. Like, that's equality. It doesn't matter True. if she's a, if she's the fastest 100 meter runner or, you know, throwing the javelin. It doesn't, it doesn't actually matter. That's the rule. And, and there's, there, there's no racial implications to it. Well, here, here's the thing too. It's not an Oregon rule. It's not a USA rule. Olympic rule. This is a world question. So everybody thinks like we're going at the, after the right. NBA. We're going after right. the NCAA. Like, nah, dude. This is the world. There's a sprinter in Germany who can't blow it down. There's a sprinter in Jamaica, okay, in Nigeria who can't, in China who can't blow. These are world rules. So if you guys are ready to take on the world, and say that the sprinter should. This isn't an NBA thing, guys. It's not a a, a local or regional. This is a well, world. We have we event. have a tendency to want to do that, like to put our own morals <laughs> and values. It's a USADA rule, but that's part of WADA, which is the World Anti Doping Agency. All right, let's let's get back to the NBA stuff. Henry Abbott joins us. Truehoop.com at Truehoop on Twitter. Of course, you can subscribe, and they they put out absolutely fantastic stuff. Um, do you believe there's a, at least a mental asterisk by this NBA Finals? No. I mean, there will be complaining from superstars who were injured during these playoffs, and they'll want to put that asterisk on there. But come on, man. Everybody had the same. Just like you were talking about with the rules of the rules, like you got to drag your body across the finish line here, and, and somebody's going to, right? Like Giannis will or Chris Paul will or Devin Booker will, and that's the champion. So... Um... Let's let's start with the Bucks, and there is some similarities, right? The Bucks win their last two without Giannis. The Suns win their first two without Chris Paul. Yet here we are at the finals, where the story is: Can Giannis win a championship, or can Chris Paul win a championship? Uh, but what do you make of their ability to win those last two against a hobbled Atlanta team down the stretch? This is the most. I mean, how good are the Hawks without Trey Young? Or with Trey Young not at his best, like I don't even know how to rate that team. You know what I mean? So. I'm very, you know, I guess we're we're all pleased to see Chris Middleton become like a real closer. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, this is a very difficult finals to predict. We just published on Troop a little David Thorpe prediction where basically he's saying every finals he's ever covered, you know going in what the two teams can do, except for this year. Uh, we just don't really know. The, the, the Bucks can be terrible. They have this stagnant offense. They don't move the ball well. Um, with, uh, without Giannis, their defense isn't, super elite right but um i think it really does come down to 
with Giannis, who'd be the best defender in the finals. Um, they're going to win if he's playing like Giannis, like, you know, in, 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 I'm doing the big, like, italics thing. Giannis! Yes, yes. <laughs> like the, that, the, right? Joey, the Joey. The Joey. And it's yeah. uh, quotations. The fingers. Yeah. Yeah, if he's Giannis, then I think the Bucks are going to win because this is the best defense in the in left in this in the playoffs. And without him, I think the Suns are going to roll. Like I think if he, they're uh, they're a much better team uh, if without the without Giannis anchoring that defense. Let me let me challenge that statement right now. Let me challenge Bring that statement right now, and just throw out the hypothetical. I, I I need you to be real with me now. Okay. <laughs> if if Giannis plays sparingly to not at all. And Milwaukee wins the NBA championship. What narratives are we going to see? <laughs> well, we only, uh, for whatever reason, we only like to believe in superstars. I don't know why. This is how narratives work. It's sort of crazy. Of course, the real truth will be, you know, Brooke Lopez or, right, like a lot of, like, lesser names. But, um, but no, the narrative will be that Chris Middleton emerged as a superstar, right? That's what, that's what we're going to say. <laughs> Why is that funny? Is we that always funny? do that. I, I don't, we don't, I don't believe in any wins. I don't know if that'll be the narrative. I think it'll just be the, the weirdest the weirdest year ever. Henry Abbott joining us. In terms of matchups, I do think that it's a bad matchup for the Suns from this standpoint, right? Like the Lakers like that matchup because they just don't have a, a outside of DeAndre Ayton, they don't have another guy who can could, they felt like could manage a LeBron. And it's a tough matchup to match up with Giannis. But the Giannis thing is fascinating because you mentioned if he's real Giannis, like the free throw, the free throw thing is it's like uncomfortable to watch. It's going to be great in Phoenix, right? Because it, all of a sudden they'll be possibly four times they'll be counting every second that the ball is dribbled, right? And uh, but but the free throw thing is just bizarre because this is not. He's not a great shooter, but this is not this is not his shooting. This is clearly the as somebody who had the yips throughout college, this is absolutely positively. You don't shoot two air balls in one game unless something wrong something's going on upstairs. Yeah, he um focal dystonia, right? I think that's what it's really called the medical diagnosis here where What is it called? A focal dystonia. Um oh, I have no idea. And uh, and the deal is like effort makes it worse, right? Yes. Like if you you know, the more you care, the the more you take time, the more you use your special best effort, the worse you activate this sequence, right? And um, Tom Haverstow wrote an incredible story about, like, how NASA trains astronauts out of this. Like, people get the yips when they're going on a spacewalk and trying to reconnect, you know, th- things to the Mir space station. And they have techniques. You just want to make it, you want to make everything routine. And there's a way that you, like, wiggle your toe, which gives you a little thing no, he to does. focus he, on. He, his, his, he has a routine. That, that sounds great. Yeah. His routine is the, the practice free throws without the ball. Okay. Then there's the, then there's the excessive dribbling and taking a time. And his routine's too long. No, I get the routine thing. thinking, right? Oh, like, the more, you know. it just builds up the pressure. You're like, oh God, yeah. this is going to be bad. Yeah. Well, okay. Another huge thing about Giannis is, and, and Giannis with hyperextended knee, which means he has bruising inside his knee, right? Like, unexplosive Giannis is not a scorer, right? Like, they're going to build a wall, and he has to go over, under, through that wall, right? But he's not going to rely on his jumper, right? Like, this is what you would normally do if you're not feeling explosive, but that's not a thing he should be doing, right? So this is why I think, I don't know what he's looking like on the practice court right now, but if he's not looking super crazy explosive, I think you got to sit him in game one because you really need him to be, like, fiery and explosive. And without that, I don't, it's, it could be a mess. How do you... 
I guess, and and Ryan, I, I you know, I know I'm like your co-hosting. I don't want to interview you, but no, go we kind of got all of Chris <laughs> ahead, Paul. Doug. No, no, no. But like, I, I'm just because because you, Ryan, you played with them, so you understand it. Like, yeah. we got the full Chris Paul in the closeout game, right? You got the first half where he was just creating shots. You got the I'm going to go. He went for the kill shot and he hit all these threes, which is not really how he plays. And then you got a couple of just ridiculous flops as well. Like the, the flops is just, and then of course he gets under the skin of Patrick Beverly who pushes him. And that used to be his own teammates. Now at least it's the other team. Like Henry, how would you, the, the Chris Paul thing is interesting because now it's become everybody loves Chris Paul. They wanted to win a championship, but it used to be a hate Chris Paul because he always gets hurt. He flops and he complains about every other player and official outside of his own play. I love this topic. All right, so a couple of things. I just looked it up. Uh, by the time this final starts tomorrow, Chris Paul will have played four games in 22 days. Like, this is about as rested as NBA players get, right? Yeah, um, yeah. This, uh, I've seen there's like elite science that you can give a max effort five times in 14 days, and beyond that, it starts to hurt your performance. So... He's a guy. We saw, we just saw, right? Maybe it took him a couple of games to get his mental game back up to full speed, but then he was just like the only guy on the court who's running around like it's preseason, right? Um, he took more shots than he has in any 48-minute game since 2018. He was taking crazy shots, right? Um, so I think we might, he might be calculating, and Ryan will speak to his calculating nature, right? That this is the right, it's like time for him to be in this apex predator mode because He's just going to be fresher than everybody, um, which could be really fun to watch. And it will be probably super annoying to Patrick Beverly and other people who have to guard Chris Paul. What do you, what do you make of the Suns, though? Is this – are they legit? Was Monty coach of the year? Or is this just, hey, man, taking advantage of opportunity? Like, they haven't played a team with the superstar yet. And what, what, like, what, what do we add up? I, I'm telling Doug that – this year is cool only if they come back next year and do it again. And then we're like, nah, they're serious. You know, the, it's certified. Can you certify this championship if they win it and then kind of don't do much next year? I mean, I hear you. they did. They, the, the players who didn't suit up against them are like a who's who, right? From LeBron to Kawhi. And all. Like, um, but I think the, all that said, they had just about the best record in the NBA in the regular season. What did they win nine or 10 straight in the playoffs? Like, um, and I think we published a story back in March about how they were winning, and it was about execution, right? Like, they just had, you know, this, this is where you get Mikel Bridges the ball so that he's super useful. And we didn't see that from every other team. Like, there were a bunch of stretches of these playoffs where good teams, like, including the Bucks, were just not running things well. They didn't have good stuff, but but, right? but, but, part of the, but part of that, Henry, is – that they that when you when you have a guy who's a star who's injured now everything you've done all year kind of gets thrown away it helps you initially because people struggle to match up with you like it did with the clippers and all these other teams but like you know like look if you take jamal murray off of denver they're not the same right that guy's 25 to 30 a night i mean, i i i i believe that we won't i don't think we'll look back and go oh yeah that was the year everybody was hurt it, it is a weird weird finals but it is a year where everybody was hurt and here we have these two teams, and we're going to talk with glowing praise about them. But I don't, I don't think most people believe they're close to the two best teams in the NBA, right? Like the Nets 
were better. It was just a question of could they stay healthy and not implode? And the answer was no, right? And then in the West, I, I don't, I, I actually think you're making a good point, which is like, all right, if you don't like them in the West, who do you like? I would have said the Clippers, but the Clippers up until this year had done nothing to help their cause. And even this year with Kawhi Leonard falling behind 0-2 and two series, they'd done, they had done nothing to tell us they were absolutely the best team. I think it's like a, you know, this is the year where the NBA schedule makers um, predictably and terribly and harmfully, just like, it's like a chess game where they took the queen away from every team, right? And just like, well, what can you do? This is a weird chess drill where you can, what can you do with these pieces, right? And, and you know, the Suns were without Chris Paul a whole bunch too, right? Um, uh, and Cameron Johnson, et cetera. Um, so I, I think that, you know, it's a bummer we had to watch this version of the NBA. I'd much rather watch everybody healthy. Um, as a human and as a basketball fan, right? But uh, we didn't get that. And we didn't get it for any team, including the Suns. So I don't see why I particularly single them out as having had an easy road. Uh, a little a little off topic, but is LeBron James done? Will we, <laughs> will we ever see, like, LeBron again? Like, not like, will he play again? Like, duh. But, like, like yeah. LeBron, like, you know, close out LeBron. LeBron mode, you know? I, I mean, if I – short answer, I think. Like LeBron that you have to listen to on every political topic because he's going to determine who's in the finals for the next few. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I think he's not that guy anymore. I'd be very surprised that if he could play 60-plus games and anchor a team that makes it to the finals. I think that it doesn't look like that on video now, right? Like, it doesn't look like that. No. No, it, it, it doesn't. And there's, going to be some, there's going to be some changes there. Um what do the changes look like, do you think, when the Lakers are done? What can they do, right? I, this is the, I, I hate that this is the way it works, but once they paid KCP, right, a, a decent salary, then they're kind of locked up, right? They're Anthony Davis and LeBron James, KCP, and whoever they can get the super affordable. Right? I think that's what they do. Um, I guess if you're super ruthless and you run the Lakers, you trade LeBron, right, and just – it's never gonna happen, right? I know why, right. but like, but if you want to maximize your but, likelihood but of title you, you, next five years, you, you, you said you know. know why, but again, like this is this is kind of classic what happens with LeBron. KCP was great in the bubble; he had a tremendous year. But yeah. this is this is the Cleveland Cavaliers all over again, right? Where you take care of all LeBron's guys, and then what happens? They're not good enough, and you're oh you're overpaid, and you're locked up. So I mean, the 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 clutch guys they have out not named LeBron. I mean Anthony Davis obviously has to take get better care of his body. That's not a, that's a poorly kept secret. But the others, the, the taking care of the this is what happened with, with Cleveland. J.R. Smith they gave J.R. Smith a terrible contract. Why? Because he hit some shots in the finals. Like congratulations, congratulations. You can't make that much money and then continue to put better players around LeBron as he begins to you know get to that downward part of his career. I still think I, I I don't think he didn't really anchor him last year. Um, that was it was Anthony Davis's talent in his mind. But yes, to your point, Ryan, I think those days of you know the days of the crazy numbers and single yeah those are gone. And that's that's that that's the normal that's the normal re- regression. Uh, last thing, Henry, what's your reaction to the uh, Rachel Nichols leaked audio? Oh my gosh, I I take it as a sign of like you know, decades of weak leadership at ESPN, right? Like a lot of people are dissatisfied for 
these things to happen, for these things to be said, for this to be leaked. Like, I wish it were a place that uh, everybody felt safe giving their best effort, right? But it feels a lot schemier than that, and that's sad. Like, I, I, I wish that it could be a place that was more about, like, just serving sports fans. Yeah, like who who the, 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 the fans want and performs the best should get the most opportunities. I also don't think to be totally honest, like we we cover sports media like like this is a huge issue who anchors this or that show. Like those shows don't do very well. Right? Like it's the most prominent position ESPN has to offer, but fans like tune out for that part of the show and then tune in for the game. Like I think the NBA is different. I think the NBA is different, though, right? Because there's this there's these two polar TNT studio crew is incredible. I will Mm -hmm. watch a game just so I can watch them after a game, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas ESPN, the game broadcast is fantastic, and they've had so much turnover in their studio crew because they want so badly to be TNT. So, in a normal circumstance, I understand. I agree with you. In terms of the numbers, I agree with you. But in this sport. The studio shows are important because TNT's made it important because of the, the, the quality of content, or at least the ease of, uh, of taking in their content you get from watching. I mean, the future of media is going to be reaching like young people on phones. This is all just a conversation. It's like baseball. It's like old people are going to watch this, right? Um, and I don't think it really matters to the business. It's just, it's the pinnacle of what ESPN, it's the pinnacle of what people in Bristol produce. So they want it to seem really important. They're big salaries for this, but it's like, like compared to what happens on Instagram, it's nothing. Like it just doesn't matter. Like it's a thing we like to talk about because it's easy to talk about and we're used to talking about it. And Marv Albert's retiring. It's the biggest deal ever. And it's like, I like all of our kids will never know who Marv Albert was. Correct. Like, or Rachel Nichols, right? Like it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a bygone, it's a relic of a bygone era and it's been very poorly managed. I'm sorry that people's feelings have been hurt. Like I really wish it could just be like a better run place. Henry Abbott, formerly of ESPN, truehoop.com. Henry, enjoy the finals. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it, Henry. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Ryan. Take care. All right. We'll give you our take on this, on the Rachel Nichols leaked audio. That's upcoming next in the Dan Patrick show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. 
Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Along with Ryan Hans, I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan, Dan Etz, Dan Patrick Show. You're on Fox Sports Radio. All right, what we'll do is we'll, we'll get to this. So, top of the hour, we'll talk about this. Rachel Nichols uh, is a longtime uh, host and uh, sideline reporter for ESPN. Maria Taylor, I believe, is in her second year as host of NBA's uh, Countdown shoot, uh, Studio Show. And there's some leaked audio out there of a conversation between Rachel Nichols and a connector to LeBron James where um, there was a what can only be deemed a not so flattering thought on why Maria Taylor got that job instead of Rachel Nichols. That that's up. We'll get to that at the top of the hour, but I, I did. I found this to be interesting. Ryan, did you grow up a baseball fan? No, didn't. Well, I, I mean, I played the video game. Okay. I'd watch it a little bit, which, but I wasn't like video a game? fan. Like RBI baseball, old school. What, what, which yeah, old which, school. I'm, I was Nintendo, Sega. You know that, that's that's how you kind of know the sports as a yeah. kid. You play the sure. game. You know the you know you know them from the game. You know the kids come to me. Hey, you're a great Duque. You are my franchise. You know like now. Yeah, that's that that was for me. That was the extent of my baseball. I wasn't a. I didn't play in the streets. We played seldomly, but I wasn't. You know, it wasn't the thing. It wasn't basketball. It wasn't football. You know, what's interesting about baseball is the, the all-star game in baseball used to be the deal. Right? It, I mean, it used to be of the all-star games. I felt like it was because it was nothing else was going on in sports. Literally nothing. Right? There, 
ESPN slid in the ESPY awards because there's nothing the day after a baseball game, after the All-Star game. And so they could get a collection of who's who because nothing was going on outside of baseball. And baseball didn't really, if it was a superstar, maybe they could fly in jeets. But outside of that, no one really resonated. Um, the baseball All-Star game has something we haven't had in, in the modern baseball era. Shohei Otani, who I think he had another home run yesterday, another home run, another one, is going in as an all-star as both a pitcher and a hitter. The, the depth of young talent in Major League Baseball is Fernando Testis Jr., Ronald Acuna. Like, they have dudes out there. But I would, you know, I was in the Northeast last week. I do, they do really still care about baseball. And I know in New York with the Yankees struggling, they still care about baseball. But I would say, like, Shohei Otani being a two-way star, being potentially not just the best player in the game, but the best player we've seen in baseball in more than a quarter century. That's, that's how good he is. Um, I don't think it moves the needle at all. I just don't. And I'm trying to think, of is, is it because it's baseball or it's because we already have interleague games. There's an interleague series, every series, all year long in baseball, right? Do the math. 15 teams each side, they're always going to have to have an interleague series. But I'm trying to figure out why the All-Star game for baseball has has kind of, frankly, died a little bit. Well, I mean, to me, baseball hasn't been the same since steroids. And it just left a, a dark cloud over the game where you started to build household names. You saw personalities. Sosa, McGuire, those are personalities that you saw, you knew – you recognized and that, you know, for years, some of the league's greatest stars were known in infamy. You know, Barry Bonds, that's the, the a very known name. Roger Clemens, those were the biggest names in baseball came behind scandal. Right. That's what hurt baseball. When you think of the NBA, you go LeBron James, Steph Curry, those are Kevin Durant. Those are big names you get behind. You think football, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, okay, Drew Brees, the Roethlisberger. Those are names and personalities you get behind. And the names and personalities, the biggest and best in baseball, were steroids. Well, that I, hurts I, the game, I, Doug. I no, I I don't I don't know. I don't think it's the steroids. I think people misassociate it. I think people think. Well, steroids was good for baseball. You took steroids out of baseball and it's bad for baseball. And I think the opposite is true because what steroids did was they created this level of greatness that cannot be achieved on your own. It can't be achieved on your own. Shohei Otani has 31 home runs. Okay. 31 home runs. Now go ahead and do the math and you look at the, the, uh, the angels. So they played, was it 41 and 42? So they played 83 games. You play 162. He's roughly on pace to be, break Roger Maris's record. He's right there to go right down the wire. And if that record still stood, well, then we'd be having that discussion. But because those records were, were pushed to just obscene levels, now it's really hard to judge what is an all-time great season because actually steroids screwed it up, not because... Not because of some moral sense, but because of the actual output and statistical success of a sport, which is always regarded statistical success above anything else. All right. I think I made a point. I think I made it work. I hear you, Doug. I hear you, Doug. All right, coming up next, a place both Ryan and I have worked. 
has a little bit of a scandal. What does it mean for sports media? Maybe more than anything, what does it mean in terms of societal and hiring? We'll talk about it next. This is the Dan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.